What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. Whether it's I travel to a workshop, whether it's I do a one-on-one online, whether I just follow somebody and learn... It's the fact that you just have to be open. I think the greatest educators, the greatest photographers, the greatest instructors out in the world, the day you say, I'm done, I know it all, is the death of creating, in my opinion. So I don't think we should ever be ashamed of learning. I'm very proud. (laughs) And I think it makes a huge difference. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJeso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, Having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is the place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm super excited to dive into today's conversation with Esther Kay. Now, she is an educator and proud owner of Esther Kay Studio. She has years of experience in the industry. She's an expert in maternity posing and lighting techniques and has taught at several one-on-ones and group workshops and will be featured educator and pro prince ambassador on the PPA magazine for the November edition. Now, Esther's teaching approach emphasizes the importance of understanding and mastering the technical aspects of posing and lighting while also encouraging her students to tap into their own creativity and develop their own unique style. Now, through her teaching, Esther aims to inspire and empower photographers with consistency in their work to create beautiful art for their clients to last a lifetime. So without further ado, welcome, Esther. Hi, (laughs) thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here, Lisa. Thank you. Well, Esther, congratulations on your achievements. Now, can you share with our listeners what inspired you to become a maternity photographer and an educator? Yes. 
So as far as being a photographer, I'm not a photographer that had a camera in her hand since she was a little girl. Yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like I, if I was, I would be conquering the world now. But um, I started my photography journey by a random gift from my father when I was well past my 30s. And he gave me an, a camera, which was my very first camera. And it was a very complicated Sony camera. And anybody that knows me, I'm a big daddy's girl. So I never want to disappoint my dad. And I remember I was like, oh, thank you. And then I left it on the kitchen counter. And about like maybe a few months ago passed and he came by and he goes, oh, you see, I see that you're using my gift. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, fine. <laughs> So then I would tell my husband, I was like, I got to figure out how to at least use this camera. It's a manual camera, very hard. And I started just going on YouTube and looking up how to use the camera. I came across a few educators that were newborn and maternity photographers. Yeah. And me being me, I think within like three days, Anna Brown was actually here yeah. in California, in San Francisco. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm going to give it a go and see if I like it or not. And I remember when I showed up, I didn't even know how to use my camera. And it was just, uh, but you know, I was just there like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to learn. I'm just going to do this. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't think anybody noticed that I was a beginner because I walked in and I acted like I was, you know, doing this for many moons. And I remember during that workshop, it was a newborn workshop and then a maternity workshop. And the maternity workshop started after the newborn and it was just two of us. And I recall that she was like, I don't even know why I didn't cancel this, but let's just do it. And in my heart was like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't cancel. And I remember the very first model that I had in front of my camera. I just like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. My heart was just like such joy in my heart having this mama. And I remember I just took charge and I was posing her. And she, to this day, is one of my clients. I've photographed three maternities, her newborns, her motherhood. And that was the start of my journey. So it was just that feeling, you know, when you first fall in love. And oh, you yeah. It, and for the rest of your life, that love that you felt that very moment. And, you know, sometimes it's our, I don't know, high school sweethearts or it's like a dumb love. But that feeling of love is what kind of keeps you going for the rest of your life. And I feel like that that passion that I felt, and again, I had no idea what in the world I was doing with my camera. And I look at the images now, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty, but ooh. So, but that's how it started. And as far as me teaching is, I have a background in teaching. So that's something that I've always loved. I have my teaching degree from San Jose State College, but, and I did teach kindergartners for nine years. Yeah. Um, So I love teaching, but the reason I became an educator is because I am a strong believer that instead of spending thousands of dollars in equipment, gowns, I don't know, props, all these beautiful things that people have, if you know the base and the fundamentals, you can create untouchable, unrepeatable, one-of-a-kind work of art that people will remember and cherish forever by knowing what you're doing. And I spend thousands of dollars and many travels and away from my family on my education. And I am who I am today because of my education. Now, I did have to go to so many different people to gather what I like. And the reason I decided to teach, besides the fact that I love teaching, was because I wanted to just put everything into one ball of fire and hand it to my students. Yeah. 
And that's what they tell me they take home. I don't know. <laughs> I keep repeating it, but I think that that's, that's, that's what pushes me and encourages me to teach and educate. I love that. I think it's funny. Actually, I went through my client closet this weekend and I was like, girl, like the things that I purchased that I've never even used, like I'm sure we're all like this going through, especially as maternity photographers. And it's just like, if we could just like, if I could go back and tell that beginning photographer that you don't need everything and like these styles are not going to be like buy the timeless things. Don't buy the trendy things because they will go out of style. You use it once or you won't use it at all. And then it will live in a bin in your basement. So do you find that with your experience too, that you went through that? 110%. And I always preach this to everybody, whether I'm doing a one-on-one, whether I'm just having a conversation, whether it's I'm speaking somewhere, we're all going to spend the money because we want to invest in our business and what we love, but investing in the right place is the most important thing. Um, I mean, I'm, I've done the same thing. I've bought lights and modifiers and gowns and I mean, oh my Lord, I the amount of things. So I can't sit here and say I haven't done it, but I yeah. have done it. Yeah. But the reason I want to share it and I constantly preach it is because we can learn from each other's mistakes. So Instead of buying thousands of dollars worth of gowns, which they're beautiful, maybe invest in two, but you can create so much more by with just a piece of fabric. I know. You can right? dress your clients with the correct lighting, which is what I do all the time. And that's one of the main things that I teach during my one-on-ones or workshops or anywhere that I speak is all you need is a beautiful, beautiful maternity body. And all you got to do is dress them with your lighting, with the shadows. And that's, that's the timeless art. That is something that is going to push your client out of their boundaries, something that they're going to love, they're going to cherish, and it's timeless. I mean, you know, I'm not against the big gowns. I have them. I have several of them in my studio. I shoot them once in a while, right? I think as business owners, you got to have a little bit of everything to keep everybody happy. But I just think that why waste your money on 50 dresses? And they become boring. They all look the same. You can end all, up. You have, you're going to end up in the same poses. So it's not like it gives you variety. But if you understand the fundamental of posing and lighting, you can do so much with nothing, with one light, one modifier, or one piece of fabric. So. Yeah. So when you are feeling like you are doing the same thing over and over, how do you feel that you can keep it fresh? And so it does feel like a new experience for you each time. Yeah, and it, it's. I am very guilty of becoming very bored, very. Oh bad, God, you're preaching to the choir bad. then. <laughs> and I feel like, as creators, as artists, we are all kind of in the same boat because anybody I speak to kind of is like, "Oh, I get bored so fast. I get so bored so fast." And that is the biggest danger as a creator and as a business owner is when you are not uh, when that spark in you kind of like dies or not dies, but it kind of gets not as bright, right? Yeah. Because Yes, we're business owners, but deep down we're artists. And as an artist, if I am bored, I won't create the magic. And that's how your business goes down, right? I am always, always out there learning more. Yes, I'm an educator, but to this day, I still take workshops. I do on one-on-one mentorship with people. And it's not always in my genre of photography. I always go out in different genres, things that I would be like, has nothing to do with maternity. Yeah. Yet I bring it back and I put my twist and it makes a huge difference in yeah. what I create and what I attract to my business. For example, I took 
a boudoir workshop a few years back with Yulia, who is amazing. She is phenomenal. And so many things came out of that workshop. I've learned techniques that she never used on maternity during her workshop. They were all on boudoir models. I brought it back into my studio. I did model calls. I twisted it. And I created art that I hadn't done before, right? And we just did a workshop together, which was amazing. And we're going to be traveling so much next year. We're going to go to Europe and all kinds of places. But that's just a prime example. I went to a workshop that had nothing to do with my genre, brought it back and created a new, something that blossomed in me, right? And it's a huge difference. I look at my images from before the workshop and after the workshop. And it's every everything I do, whether it's, I travel to a workshop, whether it's I do a one-on-one online, whether I just follow somebody and learn, it's the fact that you just have to be open. I think the greatest educators, the greatest photographers, the greatest instructors out in the world, the day you say, I'm done, I know it all, is the death of totally. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think we should ever be ashamed of learning. I'm very proud. <laughs> and I think it makes a huge difference. It does. It does. Being a lifetime learner. And I think you you hit the nail on the head is like, because it's never the end of the journey. It's like, you're always, there's always something more to learn. And that's like with our online retreats, that's one thing. Like I learn something new from every single instructor every year. Like it's, I love it. I think that you can just always be a lifetime learner. And I think it's just important to just always have that learner's mindset. So I love hearing that from you. So your specialty is fine art maternity. So can you share what kind of drew you to this particular niche and how do you infuse your own creativity in your maternity sessions? So I think fine art, it's a beautiful word that can be used and defined in so many different ways, so many different ways. I think it's a word that allows you to be creative. In my brain, when I think of fine art, in my dictionary, fine art is timeless work of art. Now, timeless work of art could be so many different things for so many different people. But for me, it's something that my clients can look back in 30 years and say, wow, I am a work of art. I am beautiful. I was beautiful. And rather than think, what was I thinking? And I think that's kind of with any genre. I hear that with Wedding photographers, I hear with newborn photographers, maternity photographers, we all want to create something that the clients can cherish forever, that they don't want to hide in their in their attic because they're embarrassed of the way, <laughs> the way they look at that time, right? <laughs> and I think what draws me to, again, my definition of fine art is less is more. The less I do, the more beautiful the images are and the more it allows me to be creative. Like I said, I do so much with nothing. It's just my life. Maybe it's one, maybe it's two, or however many I use at that time. But it doesn't put me in a box, right? I feel like if I have a box of imagination, I can't really go out of it. And what I do, it allows me to be very creative and understand my client rather than saying, this is what I do. I only shoot in big gowns or I only shoot nude or I... It allows me to do a little bit of it all and create something that's specific for that person. Because what looks good on me might not look great on the next person or what yeah. looks beautiful on you, that beautiful haircut, it might not look good on me, you know? Um, and I want to be able to, yes, have my touch 
on my art, but something that represents my client. Now, are you primarily in studio only or do you do outdoor too? 100% in studio. Oh, which is like... Extremely rare. Extremely like one every, I don't know how many years that someone may be able to pull me out. But I am in studio 110% of the time. (laughs) Well, because that gives you so much more control because I am primarily an outdoor maternity photographer. And the elements that that you battle, like rainy days, wind, like all the things you go through, that being a studio photographer, it's so much easier to control all the things, right? You're not killing sessions and having to reschedule things because of the weather. So I now, love that. I do think outdoor photography is beautiful. Yeah. And you guys do a fantastic job of it. And I look at some of the images and I'm like, whoa, that's like breathtaking. I have nothing against them. Now, it's not for me because what? I'm such a control freak. Right. If I go I outside that. and that hair is in the air, I would have a heart attack. If that dress is not the way I want it, I would probably just my heart would be in like my mouth. Like I could feel it here. <laughs> and it's beautiful what you do, but it's not me. Yeah. So pushing myself to a point where I am so stressed. <laughs> yes. I'm so like panicky. I'm not even able to be creative. Right. Yeah. And I think that. One of the reasons I have been able to achieve what I've achieved in the amount of time I've been doing it is because I've figured out what works best for me, my personality, and my art, and I've tried to master that rather than doing 10,000 things at the same time. I think that's so important. That's that's something that we don't often hear or talk enough about is listening to your own intuition and deciding what you like versus trying to people please because a lot of the times when you're first getting started it's like okay I'm going to shoot your dog I'm going to do headshots I'm going to do this I'm going to do that and it gets a little overwhelming because you're like I don't really want to say no to anyone but what happens is it comes at the detriment of your happiness and I love that you're just like no like I know this is not good for me I'm going to choose and design a business that aligns with me and you've done that I love that Thank you. I think it's, it's it's very important because, yes, we're business owners, but like I said, we're human and yeah. we're artists. And if you're unhappy, you're just going to not yeah. grow, in my opinion. And we were all gonna, We all did it. We all did shoot everything. I tried outdoors. I tried family. I tried children. Um, you have to try to be able to decide. You can't just like wake up and be like, okay, now I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to be a maternity photographer. And that's what's going to happen, right? You have to go out there and try. And sometimes when we're just starting our business, we don't have the luxury of selecting what we do. But we are able to represent what we like. So I remember when I wanted to just switch into studio and I when I wanted to switch from everything to maternity, it was a little scary because it was like, what if I lose everybody else? You don't have to lose your clients. You can still shoot outdoors. You can still shoot what you need to shoot to pay the bills. But it's more of what you put out there, what you try to sell. Like your Instagram, what does it look like? For example, when I wanted to make my switch from everything in everything in the books to just maternity, I did model calls and that's all I showed. It took a little while for people to realize, okay, well, that's all she's going to do, you know, or whatever anybody wants. Someone wants to just shoot outdoors or just indoors. It takes a little bit of a step and a switch, but it's doable. And what you show is what you get. And once you start kind of, um, I think, not, I don't want to say specializing because I don't like that word, but once you decide what works best for you, 
you'll blossom so much. That is what you're going to attract and that is what you're going to be known for. Yeah. What advice do you have on someone who might be struggling to like niche down and they're stuck in that people pleasing mode, but they're unhappy. So how do you identify that you're number one, not happy? And number two, what advice would you have for like starting to make some changes? Well, I think we, we just have to be honest with ourselves in my opinion. And I think deep down, we all know what we like, right? It's like being a people pleaser. We all are to an extent, but kind of like taking a step back and realizing, hey, when I edit, what do I not want to finish a bottle of wine and edit, right? <laughs> um, or like what uh, sessions do I joyfully run to? And I get so excited on the of what, set, what type of sessions um, look creative rather than the same poses and the same style. What just, you know, brings joy to my heart. I think kind of have just listening to ourselves. It's yeah. It's the basics of life, right? It's not just photography. It's being in a relationship. It's it's a little bit of everything. You just have to see what works best for you. So could you share a little bit about your creative process when you're conceptualizing and planning a fine art maternity session to the execution? I communicate a lot with my clients, which allows the process to be very smooth. Now, I don't speak to my clients personally till they show up to my studio, um, which when I talk about it, people are like, what in the world? I literally don't speak to them till the day of their session. But I've never had a client freak out saying like, oh my goodness, what's happening? Because my process is so organized and I communicate so much with them. There's automatic emails that go out. They know from the second that they book what will happen on every single week prior to their session, what to expect, what to bring. I I mean, from when to sleep, what to eat, what to bring, like everything to the T because I think communication is so important. And the more they know, the less they're going to ask questions (laughs) and the less they're going to be nervous. Everything is very well out, put out for them. I have a very forward and blunt conversation with them when they're here, as far as their expectations, about their vision. I spend quite a bit of time understanding their vision during the session. It's very smooth because I communicate a lot. If anybody watches my lives or is on my Instagram, they know I talk a lot to my clients. But that's what allows them to trust me. The fact that they trust me, I'm able to be creative and create something that I've never done before with a brand new client, which I do on a daily basis. So everything is very kind of like out there for them, which if they actually read and follow, there's never any questions. So they book, they come to their session, they get follow-up emails, they, they get their images, and then they come back for their newborn and motherhood and the next pregnancy. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. So you do do newborn too? I do newborns. Um, okay. I started as a newborn photographer. Yeah. And I love newborns. Now, I only do it four times a month because... They are just so much work. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I do it not because I want to have it in my studio. It's because it suits my soul. And it's a great birth control. <laughs> so I do it and my husband's very happy about it. <laughs> but I do them four times a month. It is not open to the public. It's only for my own clients. And I, of course, I do motherhood. Anything besides maternity is not open to public. It's only yeah. for my own clients because I do very limited. Four newborns, three motherhoods, and one milestone. Yeah, I love that. 
So you've been in the industry for about 14 years or so. So do you have any changes you've seen or trends you've seen in maternity specifically? And how do you stay ahead of the curve? It feels good that you think that I've been in the industry for 14 years. Maybe it's a mistype. Oh, I've been it must have been. It must yeah, have been. Yeah, it's okay. If, if you believe that I've been in the industry for 14 years, I'll take it. I've been in the industry for four years. Oh, my gosh. It was a mistype. Yeah. But I have seen quite a bit of changes. And yeah. I ha- quite a few people think that I've been in the industry for I would think so. The reason for that is, like I mentioned earlier, is because I invested so much in education, yeah. which is the reason why I was able to do take such large steps towards yeah. becoming who I am today. But I have seen a lot of trends. Um, I remember when I first started, there were a lot of bohos and a yeah. lot of pampas grass, which they're yeah. beautiful. I love them. I have had them in my home for many moons. But um, a lot of that, I saw a lot of lifestyles, uh, lots of outdoors. They're all beautiful. And I think that as a business owner, we need to pay attention to what's coming around. Yeah. But it's more of like not allowing it to change us. Yeah. I have a style. I have something that allows me to be creative and be me. Now, when there's a new shenanigans out in the world, I bring it in. I would open arms, but I twist it for it to become me. I want someone that's not my client to look at an image, whether it's something that I normally do or, or something completely new and say, oh, that's Esther's image. And I think that's really important as an artist and as an uh, as a educator, as a business owner, is instead of fighting other people around you, is just create something that has your signature. Yeah, 100%. Okay. So can you share your business model? Are you um, all digital, IPS, or a hybrid? That's a hard question. I'm maybe, I'm, I guess you can call it hybrid. I have everything out and they can decide. I don't, yeah. I don't sell anything to my clients as far as digital or print. I don't recommend anything. Everything is out for them. And I do both. I do digital and I do lots of prints. I do offer a white glove service for my Prince clients, which everybody loves. I go into their homes and I design their walls. So it's like a whole process. So I want to say 80, 90% of my clients do go for the Prince. But I, the reason I said I guess you can call it hybrid is because I don't sell either or. I send them everything. Everything is on my website and I'm through email and I have catalogs that get sent to them and they make their decisions. So whatever they like, I give them. I love that. So are there any special touches that you like to include for your clients? Yes. Uh, when they arrive, I want them to remember me, whether it's, you know, from the experience, from the smile, from the scent. So I have a certain scent in the studio that I have that everybody loves. And I've had special maternity body shape candle made from that scent. So I give that to every client. Also, there's a bunch of goodies and a little necklace that has like a mommy holding a baby. Oh. And so I do have, I do personalize stuff for them that they get a little basket when they come. And as a gift for them, I gift them a canvas, a 20 by 30 canvas to their homes after the session, after we're done completely with everything. Oh, I love that. So, so many of us struggle with self-image and feeling confident, especially when pregnant. So what role does body positivity and self-acceptance play in your approach to maternity photography? It's very true that when people are pregnant, they're the most vulnerable. 
And one of the reasons I love, love what I do is the smile on their faces when they leave my studio. They haven't seen a single image. They haven't seen the final result. So they're kind of like in the unknown. But when they leave, they give me a hug and say like, thank you so much. I felt so beautiful. Now, I won't be able to relate that to my clients if I don't feel confident in me. And I say this to all my students is... Once you're confident in your work, your art, your knowledge, your lighting, your posing, all that good stuff, once you're confident in yourself and what you're giving your clients, they will be able to trust you and you will make them feel beautiful. If I stand behind my camera and I go click, 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 they don't know what they're doing. Now, if I'm in it, like I tell them, I'm like, we're a team. I tell them, and you know, they question. I think maternity is, everybody seems like they're shooting maternity these days, but it's such a touchy, yeah. such a special, touchy, drawn to photograph because they're vulnerable. They feel the largest they ever have in their life. They're going to question you. They're going to wonder. And you can see it all in their face. Oh, yeah. So if you are not, you're at your 100%, whether you're posing them, whether you're shooting, you're lighting. And I'm not saying you have to be a master at it because a lot of times I tell them, I'm like, hey, I don't think that works. Let's change it. But I communicate with them, right? And I tell them, I'm like, hey, when I pose you, I guarantee you, you are going to look the best in my camera. They never question ever. Now I mirror for them. I show them. It's all about communication. The more you communicate, the more they trust you, the more they trust you, the more they're going to feel relaxed. And when they're relaxed, they're going to have such a fantastic time. And I'm going to do such a fantastic job. I love that. It's so true. Do you show them the back of your camera? No, we don't at all. Because I want to say... A 50% of my art is my editing. Now, I'm not saying that changing them is my editing. It's the feeling and the emotions that I put in the image. You cannot tell me there's a single image that you see in the back of your camera and the final results that's printed on the wall look identical. No. Whether it's you tweaking the lighting, whether it's you touching up the skin, whether it's you, I don't know, adding a little extra fabric, whatever it is, it's not going to look the same. Now, being pregnant, you have so much emotions, so much hormones that you could show them the most beautiful image. They could look breathtaking. I guarantee they'll find something that they'll be like, yeah, right. And I never want them to go home and spend four weeks before they get their images that like anxiety because then they, all they're going to do is just message me. Is my image ready? Am I got, do I look good? Oh, by the way, I don't like my arms. Da, 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 da. So I never do. I never ever show the back of my camera, but the way I can get away with that is by being their mirror. I stand in front of them. I pose for them. I show them everything. I communicate. I tell them how beautiful they are because they are, they're just so beautiful and magical. And I, they never even asked to look, I my camera, thankfully, because I have yeah. <laughs> I love that. Now, do you ever find clients that maybe are not happy with how they end up looking? And how do you deal with that? It's very rare that I have a client. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's rare because everything is so out on the table. And like I said, communication is the key. When yeah. they're here, Instead of saying, what don't you like about yourself? I bring little, I hint at things. So it's more of being a good listener. 
Before they leave, I talk about the process of my editing. I say, hey, I make everybody look a certain way and da 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 I communicate, I explain to them. Prior to delivering their gallery, because I don't edit everything, yeah. I sample edit images for them. They see raw images, but I sample edit. And I tell them, hey, communicate with me. Tell me what you like. Tell me yeah. what you don't like. And I'm very open about it. It's very, I want to say, I don't even remember the last person that came back with re-edit yeah. or retouching requests because I'm so open about it and it. I communicate so well. Like I said, I spend a little extra time communicating with them, but it saves me from an unhappy client yeah. or someone that's constantly like nervous and, and all the things that come with it. Yeah. You can tell a photographer that listens when you get the gallery back and they've, and it's like, because I specifically only ever want to be shot from this, this angle. I don't like this angle. I look different. I like this angle. And so when I get, if I were to get a gallery back and I was shot entirely from this angle, I'm like, that photographer didn't listen to me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, yeah, I yeah, it's you gotta we got I'm a talker, as you can tell. I'm a big talker, but um at the same time that I talk, I'm able to kind of like grasp what they like because they're nervous if I don't talk to them and kind of like bring their energy up. My session's gonna just be a no-go. It's gonna be so bad and they're gonna be just nervous. So when I talk and I giggle or if I want to find out if they don't like their something about themselves, I bring it up about myself. Oh, I don't I just always hit my arm. So let's do this so it covers it. Talking and communicating, listening, it's it's just such a key. Yeah, completely. That's something that I've always done with my maternity sessions too, which I find really it's interesting because you're putting people at ease and you're not giving them that time to question how they're looking because you're always just chit-chattering about something. Then they come to the newborn session and you're like, like, I'm so quiet. And they're like, it's like, you're two different people. I'm like, but I do this strategically. Right. And I'm sure you do too, because you figured out what you need to give from yourself in order to get the result that you need from your client. hundred percent, hundred percent. And they love it. They enjoy the fact that you're communicating with them. And even like I said, I say this to my students all the time. If there is something you're doing and it's not going right, don't be scared of changing it, even communicating with them, because you don't want to be stuck with a gallery that just is not the way you like or the lighting or the posing. I literally could pose someone and be like, let's just try something different. I like literally move them. Or if I'm trying something brand new, I tell them, Oh, let's try this. And they appreciate it so much more than you being silent and looking professional. Yeah. Now, you're in California, right? So have you started working with celebrity clients yet? I do in my area. I'm in Bay Area. Yeah. So our celebrities are a lot of football, basketball, all the, you know, the that that type of celebrity. Yes, I've shot quite a bit. No movie stars yet. Not yet. No, but they're going to find me to LA probably next year to do all of that. Totally. I love that. Well, you know what's interesting is I was having a conversation recently with this another photographer. He's He's a wedding photographer in California, and he was surprised at how few photographers actually reach out to celebrities and influencers to say, hey, I'd love to shoot you. You know, he's like, people should just do it. And I was like, that is brilliant because, man, I, I would be like a dirty shirt if I lived in California. <laughs> I, I, I agree. And, you know, people are kind. People are very kind, actually. I mean, they usually don't say no. So if they just ghost you, and who cares if someone ghosts you? Like, right? I, 
People ask me all the time, it's like, how do you get your models? Because I do quite a bit of model calls because either I want to try something new or I have them teaching. And it's all you got to do is just ask. Yeah. And most they can say no, which nobody does. They ghost you if they don't want to work with you. And it's okay. Who cares yeah. if somebody ghosts you? Yeah. So, I mean, just ask. Yeah. Which is a great way of um, kind of putting yourself out there. Yeah. It's the best, most free type of advertising you can do. Is just to collaborate with people that are, you know, a little well-known in your, in your area and they do the advertising for you. Yep. Totally. I love it. So you ready for our lightning round? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite movie? Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's a good one. Oh, what did you want to be when you grew up as a kid? I wanted to be a TV host because I just liked that they're just like, in front, of the, totally. in front of the camera talking and they had control over everything. And then I also wanted to be a lawyer because I like to argue. I Ooh. became none of those. <laughs> I love it. Favorite TV show as a kid? You know, I didn't do much TV when I was No. A kid. I don't even do much TV now. No. So the TV and the movie questions are not going to be a hit. Not so much for you. Okay. Oceans or mountains and why? Love them both. Oceans just are calming to my soul, but mountains, because with every season, there's a new piece of art in front of your face. And it just, I said, I get bored so fast. And I think looking at the same waves every single day, it might warm my soul. That's <laughs> so funny. Favorite guilty or not so guilty pleasure? Traveling. As a mom, it's really hard because I've got two little ones, three and five. It's really hard to travel, but I do it for teaching. And then I usually stay a day later or go a day early because I just love traveling. Yeah. What's your dinner tonight? I have no idea. My husband's cooking. Nice. <laughs> Same. <laughs> go to song that lifts you up when you're down. When I'm down and I need to be a lifted up, it's not the music that brings me up. I work out. Oh. And I either do hot yoga or I go cycling or I go to the gym and it's, it's the best. Oh, I love hot yoga. Oh, it's my jam. Oh, me too. I did one this morning. <laughs> oh, so good. I haven't been in a while. I'm, I need to get back. <laughs> I love it. it. It allows me to shut my brain. Yeah. It's like the best type of meditation, the heat, and it's just so good. So good. I love it. What's been the best piece of business advice you've ever been given? It's been to print my art. I met a gal. At the same workshop that I went for the very first time that I've decided that this is my jam and I'm going to be a photographer, I met a gal, sweet, sweet, sweet girl. And we just had each other on Instagram and randomly she hits me up not too long ago, I think a year and a half ago. And she said, I hope that you're printing your art. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And she kind of introduced me to the world of print. And I, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And she's became one of my closest people that I reach out to, whether it's for business or family. She's my person. And she gave me that advice. I love that. Yeah. Now, do you have a home studio or do you have a boutique studio? I have not a home studio and not a storefront, but I have a home studio outside of home. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Um, it's just, I've, I've made it my own. It's, four different office spaces that are like 450 square feet each. And I've dedicated each room to well, I have a newborn, I have a maternity, I have client closet and hair makeup, a storage and an office. So, oh, so cool. it's not your typical studio, but it's the best studio for me. I love that. That's awesome. 
can you maybe share a memorable maternity shoot where you felt a deep connection with your client and your art? Yes, this gal right here that you can see. I don't know if you can see her image. I've done four maternity sessions with her, four newborns and for motherhood. And she comes here all the time. And I photograph her just because I met her in my garage when I was shooting in my garage. Um, she was my very first paid maternity client. And she's just breathtaking. And she's actually a professional. She used to be a professional model, which I think is why I loved photographing her because it made my life so much easier as a new photographer. But we're, we just connected and she, she has the same vision as me. And we, she's so open to trying new things. And I photographed her for many moons. And every time, I mean, people see her on my Instagram all the time because she's pregnant all the time. So she's always here and I love her. And we hang out outside of the studio. Our kids hang out. So it's, I've built a really good relationship with her as well. I love that. Isn't that the gift? I've got one client that she's expecting her fifth and I've been there from like the beginning and one client just had her seventh and I know, <laughs> and I've been there since beginning too. Wow. Yeah. She's my top. She's got four and I'm so excited. I've done four, but I keep telling her every time she comes back for a, a mother, I'm like, so when are you having your next? <laughs> yeah. It is so funny. I love it. So what advice would you have for someone just starting out as a photographer? Invest in your education. That's, I am, like I, I always say, I am who I am today. And I've jumped so many steps and I've kind of like graduated from every step so fast because I invested so much in my education yeah. instead of buying so many equipments, yeah. so many props, take that one third of that money and put it in education and kind of find your cup of tea, your genre, what suits your soul. I think that's what everybody should do. Because when you're happy, you're just, you know, you're happy to the world. Yeah, it's true. So where can our listeners learn more from you? Oh, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I am everywhere. Um, obviously on my Instagram, the most presence on my Instagram um, as much as I dislike social media, I am on my Instagram all the time. My family's on Instagram. So I'm on Instagram all the time. I do have a live show, which Lisa, you should be on. I'd love to. But it's, it's like a live show that I, that's just my way of grabbing a cup of coffee with amazing photographers from all yeah. over the world. I've interviewed people from Iran, from UK, all over, from here, down the streets, everywhere. They can um, see me there. I'm also going to go to Canada in January, January 27th, I have a masterclass in Canada. I'll be at Imaging USA at the ProPrint counter. I'll be teaching there for two days. I'm going to San Diego. I'll be teaching there. I'll be in New York in May. I'll be in Costa Rica. I'll be teaching there and a bunch of places in Europe. So I'm everywhere. And hopefully I'll be a Milky Way next year. Yep. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> I love it. So I love to end my interviews just with this last question. And it is, what are you currently curious about or artistically curious about? I, so right now I'm trying to incorporate more color into my world. In general, as you can see, I don't do much color in life. Um, I like black, I like white, and I like beige. Even in my house, that is all you see. That's all I wear. And I'm trying to incorporate color, not as fact of like just, just adding color. I'm investing in understanding the relationship of different colors with one another, which is something that you can see in my work recently. I do a lot of overlaying canvases. 
And it's just such a fun thing to do. And like I said, for someone that is just not a fan of color, it's yeah. a huge step, stepping out of my comfort zone. But like I said, got to try new things to be able to create new things. Absolutely. Now, have you played with colored gels at all on your lights? Yeah. 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 Fun, hey? Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, I mean, I think as photographers, we are all a big fan because it's such a cool thing to do. Clients, not I so much. No. So, <laughs> so sometimes like... As far as my idea, they kind of do it. But I've noticed that um, playing with canvases, I don't know, maybe it's the texture they love. Maybe it's the fact that overlaying them, it just, every image looks different. They just love it. And yeah. I love it. So Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Well, Esther, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you. Oh, my beautiful friends, I hope you have enjoyed this conversation just as much as I have. I'm sending you so much of my light and my love today and every single day. We will see you next time. I wanted to take a moment to ask you a little favor. I so appreciate you spending your time with me and tuning in and listening to the show. I would be so incredibly grateful if you could take a quick moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your review helps other photographers discover the podcast and learn how to grow their own photography businesses and gain confidence to go after their dreams. It also means the world to me personally and helps me know what content you find most helpful. Thank you so much for your support and for being part of our amazing community. 